watching Friday the 13th from 19th. It's on Shutter. So load up your fucking Shutter, everybody. Or yes, put in your it. or put in your DVD. I really don't give a fuck how you watch it. You're probably not even listening, really, because I know I know the viewers, and it's none. Listeners, not viewers. Nobody views this. You could view it. You can't. It's a fucking audio file. You don't view. You still have to look at something while you listen to it. No, no. You well, I mean, if you're watching the counter on our podcast you have a very sad life you should just put the podcast on do something else yes then they would nothing else to do this is true you're quarantined you have nothing better to do with your time listen to us we're still in the in the pandemic yes deep in the heart of covid19 oh yeah right in there oh yeah deep deep lubeless so uh (laughs) no lube no No lube. lube no lube it's not essential Nope, it's not essential. It's you should be wet enough, damn it. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, interesting little thing that in the casting on this, Adrian King comes before Betsy Palmer on the the Shutter page. Oh, which that's interesting. I mean, it makes sense because she's pretty much the main character. I just think it's odd, beings that Betsy was put in as the draw. Did you say odd beans? Yes, odd beans. Just like the, those are some ju- odd beans. Just like those gentle beans from before. Anyway, I actually thought that this intro was going to go right into playing the fucking movie, but obviously it's not because we just farted around for another five minutes. Regardless, ladies and gentlemen, do it or don't. Load up Shutter. Find Friday Again. the 13th, part one, and we're going to hit play now. All right. It's loading up, and here we go. Friday the thirteenth. Are you recording on Zoom as well? Uh, I thought I was. Oh no. So that's okay. We have the separate audio. So that's how we're gonna do this one with the separate audio. Yeah, we might as well. Okay, since we're already doing it. Okay. Yeah. So a Sean S. Cunningham film. Scunningham. Scunningham. Sean Scunningham. Schooningham. What the fuck are the... Oh, there we go. Captions. English. Yes, please. English, preferably. Angels in heaven know I love you. They do. Lies. It's nice of you to say. What is this? Get the fuck out of here. Oh! Sorry, folks. Alright. Oh. Never, never mind. We're good. Camp Crystal Lake. 1958. Yep. Good old 50s. Sitting around the fireplace singing. Yes. What song is that? Uh, the uh, Red River Valley? Is that what is it that is? They're still singing? Well, the angels in heaven know I love you. That's from Red River Valley. Okay. So now we've got somebody walking around inside. There's children sleeping. Yes, an unknown. This cabin has the uh, the best flooring ever. I live in a house that was built in 1992, and the goddamn floors squeak. 
This person is in, in an old cabin. You can see how dilapidated this cabin is. And somehow the floors are not squeaking. They could be floating. This is true. We don't know that they're a goat if they're a ghost or not. <laughs> a goat. So from now on, this they're a goat. <laughs> a floating goat. All right, floating goat. This must be a different one than I've I'm used to seeing. Yes. Oh, this is this is what everybody does. Yeah. Oh, look at them giving each other the fuck you eyes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I can't wait to put it in you. Yeah. Oh, let's sneak off and be dirty, dirty camp counselors together. <laughs> so you got a shot of the moon, and they're singing about Tom Dooley hanging his head Tom down. Tom Dooley. Good old... There's always a full moon when this stuff happens. Always. Somebody's going to see. Somebody will see. <laughs> We're going to see. Did they have Converse in 1958? When did Converse come out? Uh, I believe they did. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up real quick. Entertain Me our too. Entertain our viewers. That's why we're here. That's that's right. That's right. So now they're they've got a burlap sack that they're gonna put down and. Oh, they're going to get hot and heavy in their Camp Crystal Lake attire. and Oh, yeah. They look Converse. like... Converse. They look legit like... The, 1962. Converse rolled out the first Oxford Chuck Taylors. You have 62? Yeah. I have... Uh, Converse All-Star sneakers were first released in 1970. 1917. Yeah, but it, Converse rolled out the first Chuck Taylors in 1962, which Is are that what that model's called. Yeah, that's that typical Converse sneaker, the the black with the okay. with the white sole. But they were a company since 1917. All right, so we'll give it with to Chuck him. Taylor selling shoes in 1921. All right, we'll give it to him. It it could be something. Come the man's on. not made out of stone, or he could be. <laughs> if hey. he's the golem. That's it. Oh, somebody's there. The unknown. That's it. The goat. The abnormal. The floating goat. <laughs> the unknown bean. So Obviously, it's it's not somebody scary. Correct. Yeah. It's not anyone intimidating, really. No, because they were not afraid to see them. They just were more awkward than anything. Please don't. However, for not to be scary, like, sh he's like, we weren't doing anything, and she stabs him in the stomach. So you would, I mean, immediately, she she must have been holding a knife or something. Yeah. So I wouldn't have Unless been. Unless she had it behind her back or something. Oh, maybe. I didn't think of that. Up her ass. So that's it. So we've got two deaths right off the bat. And then, oh my god, I didn't even Last see that breaks. glass there. Austin comes out. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. <clears throat> so, so that's that's how it starts. Vagina field. Vagi yep, the vagina fields. Two Forever. camp counselors being murdered in 1958. Alvin and the chipmunks. 
<laughs> Alvin in the vagina fields. <laughs> there we have Tom Savini. Yes. The master. And Harry Manfredini. Tom oh, the music man. Tom Savini, Harry Manfredini. Bill. A lot of Eenies in here. Oh, yeah. Eenies and Meanies and Minies and Moes. Fettuccine. Oh, there's a Meanie. I mean a Miner. St- Stephen Meaner. Stephen Meaner. Victor Miller. Miner? I hardly know her. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> and Sean Scunningham. Miller? I hardly know her. <laughs> Cunninghammer? I hardly know her. <laughs> Victor, I hardly know her. <laughs> oh God! Oh. So uh, it's now present day, and uh, we see we're a, outside Frank's delicatessen. Yep. And this was shot in uh, the fuck what's that? Help me out there, Mike. New Jersey. Yeah, I know, but the Blairstown. There we go. Mm-hmm. I was going to say I live an hour. I live less than an hour away. So it's it's still pretty uh pretty close to the same setup. Like you can go there and visit and stuff. Like that. It's it's pretty fucking cool. The ga- mm-hmm. these gas pumps aren't there anymore. The dog is still sitting there. But the dog is there, but the gas pumps have been removed. The gas pumps are long gone. Oh yeah, yeah. The dog, however, remains. Remains. <laughs> Hi, girl. Oh, I mean, boy. Hi, boy. Look at the size of that <laughs> schmeckle. Yeah, she's like, "Oh boy, you sure are swinging a hammer, aren't you?" Where the <laughs> fuck is she walking from? Like she's fucking backpacking. Yeah, she's backpacking through New Jersey. Like what the fuck? That's just crazy. Yeah. Ted, ugh, I'd love to know where she's coming from. You know, that would be that would be very very interesting. Yeah. All right, so now we've got the, oh my God, yeah, that's it, and they're like, how dare you? What? (laughs) Look at Andre the Giant back there, Jesus. (laughs) Giant Silva. (laughs) Yeah, right? Monster of a man. The biggest fucking janitor ever. Then we have Eno's. Eno's. Eno's something. I like how I like how Enos is eating, and then the fucking like the the waitress is just like, eh, Enos, you could give her a lift, and he's like, yep. Like he was fucking like he's fucking eating. Let him finish his. And food. she's just like, put down your food and coffee and go fucking shuttle this whore around. Go drive this girl out to Camp Blood. Get. <laughs> Go on, get. Come on now. It's got a death curse. <laughs> oh, Ralph. Good old Ralph. He's a real prophet of doom. That's it. Now he's going to grab her ass. Yeah. Yep, two hands. That's it. Big old handful. <laughs> get in there, Enos. <laughs> she, she wasn't having that much trouble getting in. No, I know. Enos just wanted to fucking grope her. Yep. There's... Ralph, look at look at the posture on that bike ride. He is <laughs> he's erect. Wow, <laughs> he's like that dog. Yes, very erect. Probably like Enos is after grabbing Annie's ass. He knows. He knows. He, he knows, knows best. 
<laughs> he, he he does. <laughs> so now they're uh, they're driving along in Enos's oil truck. So uh, Elston, Elston, maybe that's his last name, Enos Elston. <laughs> Man, his parents hated him. <laughs> Enos Elston. So uh, he goes on to say that. Steve Christie shouldn't be opening the camp and gives all these reasons why she shouldn't be working there and we're gonna have some inner city children. Oh yeah. I hate when people call them kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't call them kids. That's not what they are. They're inner city children, damn it. Damn it! Damn it, they're <laughs> inner city children. <laughs> Quit now. <laughs> It's jinxed. <laughs> I've, o- Didn't I've you always just tell Ralph not to say yeah, that. Shut up, Ralph. Let me tell her that it's fucking cursed. You always get to tell her, <laughs> Ralph. You always thought it was funny that what? Oh, um, no, no, no. I always, uh, I always liked that. It seems very. Oh, excuse me. I'm fucking tired, folks. Anyway. Um, it seems very genuine between the two of them. This back yeah. and forth, we've we've yeah, mentioned that before. Ask anybody. I can't just quit. Now he's getting a little hostile. Yeah, just like my nieces. <laughs> and Annie's like still okay with it. He's like, dumb kid, head full of rocks, know-it-alls, and she's like, yeah, we're good. She calls him an American original. I don't know what the fuck that means. I've never heard that term. You're I've a... heard I've heard people called an American classic. An American original. I assume it's the same thing. You're an American standard. <laughs> Let's see, American original. Uh, what would that be? Saying? Yeah. Elston Oil Supply. Elston Earl. There's the Moravian Cemetery of Hope, New Jersey. And then to the sound oh. of the southern banjo theme so here, playing, you go. here comes our other characters. The phrase is always dragged out to describe someone whose main quality is that they do not think they are ever wrong. Mm. An American original. Huh. So they're listening to this hillbilly music. And uh, if you look quick, the books on his dashboard, one of them is The Godfather. And he just doesn't yeah. seem like the kind of person driving, like, I don't know. I just don't feel that he would be like, yeah, I'm going to read The Godfather. While I drive. It's, yeah, I don't know. He just doesn't look like a very avid reader. And the way he acts, he doesn't act like an avid reader. And yeah. he's not reading at in any scene in this fucking movie. Right. Unless he's, like, borrowing the truck from someone else. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was just sitting up there in the truck already when they were filming. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But, you know. Oh, now we 
we get Mr. Christie. Oh, that's right. Look at that hairy chest. A mustache that could rival Tom Selleck almost. The bandana. Oh, yeah. The neck. Out there chopping wood with no shirt on. That's right. His socks. His wool socks and his fucking work boots. Who the fuck wears wool socks in the goddamn summer? What the fuck? <laughs> All right, give me a hand knocking this stump over. Now, I love this, like, because you could see that the stump was already out, because that's it? That's it to remove a stump? Yeah. <laughs> There's no roots attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, we meet Alice. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I like how... Steve is so all over the fucking place. Where's Bill? I don't know. Well, tell him to paint. Where's Brenda? She's setting up the archery range, like you said. No, tell her to paint, too. <laughs> Doesn't the archery range need to be set up? Yeah, but we have to paint. We must paint. Must paint. Everything must be new. And we get to a very awkward conversation. Oh, yeah. God, look at the ribs sticking out of him. Oh, my God. He's got like a tumor on his stomach. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Sickening it. Sickening to look at. I like this. He's like looking at her, her pictures. And if you look, look at the picture of him. You can only you can only catch like a, a very small glimpse of it. I think when they... You're a very good artist. <laughs> you when they go to... Well. I think he turns the page here now. Look at him. Look at the picture. Look at it. Look at it. Mm -hmm. It looks like a goddamn police sketch artist. Like <laughs> He's like, do I really look like that? Like, what were you just sitting up against a fucking wall staring? Like You did last night looking through my cabin window. <laughs> <laughs> you're very talented. And very and pretty. You're very pretty. So, obviously, you can get from this that there's a back and forth here. That's Yeah, and she, she doesn't get too upset about him hitting on her. No, no, or even touching her. Like, like you could see, like, you could hear, like, you want to leave? Like, he sighs. Look at his oddly shaped glasses. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> So she might have to go back to California to sort something out. Right. But they don't really ever tell us what. Correct. I think uh, I was reading that in, in the Crystal Lake Memories, the mm -hmm. movie, it's probably in the book too, that uh, Adrian King actually goes into what that meant there. Oh. But you could tell like something's up because he like strokes her hair and she's okay with it. Yeah. So they've got something going on. Yeah. <clears throat> so now we're heading down towards the lake. Look at look at all the paint on his paintbrush. He he dips it all the way to the fucking hand. Like the whole <laughs> fucking thing is covered in fucking white paint. <laughs> Those suspenders. Yeah. Right. Yep. Gotta I gotta paint with my. I don't understand some of the shit. Like, I don't know, you didn't want to get paint on your shirt, but you're okay with getting paint on your white pants? 
Well, he's using white paint. Oh, well, that makes sense then. <laughs> All right, so Brenda's working on that archery range. No, tell her to paint. Now, Brenda, when you're when after lunch, get the archery range back up. <laughs> and Steve will be back sometime after lunch. Sometime after lunch, which we realize that sometime after lunch is like 11.30 at night. <laughs> Because he stays out all day. Oh yeah, it's not until pitch black. You see him at the at the diner still eating, and it's dark out. Yeah, he takes forever to eat. His, like I think his fucking bill is like three seventy five. I don't even think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> like it took you all day to eat four dollars worth of food. <laughs> all right, so we've got Brenda yep. setting up the archery range. So it's after lunch now. And Mr. Christie's not back. I love uh, I love that that's how they set up the archery range. It's all like beat to shit. And I gotta just hang it up. He could have killed her right there. Yep. That was a real arrow that they shot too. Yeah. Was it they you? must have been close. Yeah. But I... I I don't understand how she's like, she's okay with it. Like, it literally could have killed her. Oh, yeah. From where he was shooting from? Yeah. <laughs> and then they just goof around. So she obviously doesn't take death too seriously. Correct. Now, oddly enough, here's another green Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. <laughs> Steve drives a green Jeep Wrangler. Pamela drives a green Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. I wonder if they did it purposely to give you the the sense that maybe that, Steve's the that killer, maybe, maybe Steve is the killer. Like, they well, could've. like Steve disappeared, and now people are being murdered. I wonder if they used the same Jeep while filming, or if they actually had two of them on set. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find any discerning features from it. The license plates are different. Oh, okay. But when you've had a dream as long as I have, you'll do anything. Her dream is to cook at a rundown camp for inner city children. Yeah, some dream. Wow. Boy, somebody better wake you up. <laughs> if yeah. that's your dream, bitch. Yeah. There's a mailbox. Yes. Or a female box. Or, you know, an LGBTQ F box. FMLA box. <laughs> It's 2020. Maybe it's not a mailbox. What's FMLA? Family Medical Leave Act. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't see that category on Netflix. <laughs> That's for when you're home taking care of your family and you need something to watch. Ah. So she leaps from a speeding car, but it doesn't seem like it's really that fast that she leapt. No. And she panics awfully quick. Yeah. To jump out of a moving car. Yeah, she's like, hey, we passed the thing. And then instantly she's just like, oh, God, I have to jump. Yeah. So now our... I don't know. Maybe maybe Pamela's wearing a scary mask. Maybe. Like, the, you know, a scary mask. Yes, like, like a Pamela mask. She's wearing a Betsy Palmer mask. And she takes it off, and it's her. And then she's like, oh, my God. Put it back It's on. like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, like Sting. Yeah. 
<laughs> Takes the mask off and it's Sting. And it's Sting. It's just Sting wearing a Sting mask. <laughs> so she's just wandering through the woods. Trying to get away from her attacker. Yeah. And Pamela must be pretty spry. Yeah, because... To she... stay with her. And not only that, but to like... She basically like stalks her and somehow ends up in front of her. And all those leaves, she doesn't make any sound. Yeah, She's nothing. She's got to be like swinging from tree to tree. Yeah, it's very, very odd. No resistance. Nope. No. She put her hands up to try and stop the knife. Yeah, no, like... no scream. She's just like, oh no. Yeah. You'd think you'd at least put your hands up to try and, you know. Or to like, I, I don't know. I've always said that, like, why wouldn't people just like scream? I would probably yeah. be screaming, help, help. Yeah. <sighs> Look at Kevin Bacon. Look at him. My God. Kevin Pepperoni, right there. <laughs> Woo! I noticed that this movie has a lot of like, st- it seems like stock image shots. Like the sky and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of, I don't know, I, I guess almost like filler. Pamela wearing the largest ring ever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is that it? Vitamin C neutralizes the nitrates? Vitamin C? And doesn't it prevent... Scurvy. Scurvy? (laughs) Yes. So, everybody's hanging out and swimming and having a good time. And they're supposed to be painting and... Yeah, they're supposed to be painting and like... camp ready? (laughs) Yeah, they're really, really shitty employees. Or whatever they are, I don't even know. No, yeah, like... They do they ever get back to work? Look at wow! Look at that fucking cock on Kevin Bacon there! Holy <laughs> boy, he almost fucking poked Bill right in the eye. That's why he's and watch the this only actor. Watch this here belly flop! Bam! Yeah, that is the worst. He's the only dive. actor from this movie that actually went on to be big. Yes, because of that. Because of dick. that, yeah, that's it. Because of that fucking hammer he's swinging. Yeah. Can he swim? Kev- I don't know. Kevin Bacon, more like Kevin Porkloin. <laughs> <laughs> Grab hold of this this, even though you're two feet from like from the top. Yeah. Why'd they go out in the boat? I don't know. When they're right there. Well, row it back. Yeah, like we were going to be able to pull him into a canoe without it capsizing anyway. Not to mention, though, like, I don't know. Going out in the fucking boat or the canoe or anything is just like, that's just stupid because they're that close to the dock. Like, when you're paddling over, you're like, oh, God, we're like two feet from the dock. Why didn't we just jump in to save him? Yeah. Get the boat. I mean, I guess unless they thought that he, like, floated away or something. I don't know. I don't know. But Ned was faking. He was faking anyway. That's right. Faking it. Like all your girlfriends, ladies and gentlemen. Faking it. All of them. Yes. 
Well, Alice fumbling through clothes. And there's a snake. And there's a snake. A harmless black snake. Well, it's not harmless. It is harmless. Oh. And here comes Bill. Ah! Bill's out there just hacking away at the Yeah, I don't weeds. know. What, like, what the fuck is he doing? Do we not have a weed whacker? Or isn't, something more efficient at taking down weeds than a machete? Isn't there more than just, like, hacking at weeds that need to be done? Yeah, there's a lot of painting. We're not in the woods. Oh, hey. Where the fuck are you? I really like all the characters in this. Yeah, me too. The I think the character development really makes you... Like, really makes you feel for him. Like, just, like, stuff like this. When How do you call a snake? <laughs> yeah. Just something funny like that. And the way that Kevin Bacon acts, like, here, we'll just scare it out. Yeah. And it seems very, I don't know, very genuine. Sounded like a snake. <laughs> snake, snake. I don't know no snakes. <laughs> Sounded like a snake. <laughs> Tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. <laughs> I'm going to give you to the count of ten. <laughs> they should have brought him in here. They should have, even though that, you know, movie was shot 12 years later. <laughs> yep, with Elvis. It, yes. What? With Elvis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Costello. Elvis didn't act, no, Elvis Presley. Oh, yes. You know he's alive, right? Well, of course. And in the airport scene where... Mrs. McAllister is desperately trying to get a flight. He's in the background. Really? Standing behind her in line. Really? It's an urban legend. That the man standing behind Mrs. McAllister is really... Is really Elvis Presley. Elvis. Yep. That's ridiculous. Making a cameo years after his death. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I love stuff like that, though. Oh, yeah. Colombian gold. Grass, hash, the weed, dig it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Why is he dressed like an Indian? I, I also like how they're like, what, what are you guys doing up here? I don't, know, don't you think that like, I don't know, it was talk of the town that Steve Christie was opening it up, but the fucking cop doesn't know? Yeah, right? Sit on it, Tonto. <laughs> it's a week in jail. Yeah. For what? I have no idea. Like I, what he gets the calling. So like, he, what he gets drunk and then just wants to tell people that they're doomed. And he wants a to. Week, a week in jail is kind of severe. I feel the. I feel a week in jail is very severe for like. For Ralph, really not doing anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, if he's drunk in public, usually they just throw drunks in the drunk tank like overnight. Yeah. Like a week in prison. <laughs> yeah, it seems very harsh. Especially when they're like, "Is this Ralph guy dangerous?" Nah. <laughs> But we now, lost. Wasn't the 
We lock Doesn't him up. The cop almost wreck here. Yeah. If you watch right before the scene cuts, you could tell he's kind of fumbling, and I think he goes to put his left leg down. Yep, right there. <laughs> So now Alice is cooking. Or attempting to eggs over there. Now this right here, this door, that actually is a door to go outside. They built that whole pantry just for the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Look at the Ralph is just look at his look at Ralph's neck. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I like how he's dressed like the dad from A Christmas Story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's great. (laughs) Dad, gummy blowout. (laughs) You're all doomed. (laughs) Not a finger. And then look at him like, look how he fucking moves. Like, (laughs) right? He really strides out oh of there. Oh my god. I like how everybody is so chill with what goes on. Yeah. Get on your bike and go. Get on your bullet and go, Comanche. <laughs> the Comanche cabin. Now doesn't he ride down a path to nowhere? Yeah, that the path that he rides down actually doesn't go anywhere at the actual camp (laughs) like you can't get the only way out is the way that dorf officer dorf came dorf dorf (laughs) long shot of ralph riding away yeah we can't we can't cut away we got to make sure he's gone yeah what are they eating that looks like dead animals i think it's just meat because she talks about, like, getting the right vegetables and you get all the protein. Like, it looks like he's making a hamburger. Mm. And there's burger buns on top of the oven. Steve taught me how to use the emergency generator. Yep. He <laughs> said, listen to that macho talk, emergency generator. <laughs> how is that macho talk? Yeah, I know. That's what I say when I want to sound macho. Yeah. yeah. The emergency. Look how dark it got. Yeah. Must have been a long walk yeah. to the emergency generator. It was It was just light through the windows previously. It's on the other side of the mountain. All right. So, Kevin Bacon starts up the emergency generator, and look at that. The light comes on. That's it. Let there be light. Let there be Kevin Bacon. See, there's another there's another stock image. Here's another stock image. Yeah. Is that a beaver? Yes. Just to fill time. Yeah. Get a shot of the beaver. So now we've got Kevin Bacon dancing with uh what's her name? Marcy. Marcy. Mercy. <laughs> She's Mercy. And then looking onward is fucking, what's his name? Ned. Uh, Bill? Bill or Ned? No, it's Ned. Ned. Because Ned's a fucking perv. He's like, oh man, nobody wants me, bruh. 
This yeah, I think sucks. He, I think he wanted her. Look at me with my awesome like sports stuff, but I doesn't seem like he's the sports type. No. It's, it's just a generic jersey. Yeah. But I think when he runs in in the cabin with the snake, he's wearing like a Cubs jersey too. Oh, okay. And I had always wondered if this was actually Betsy Palmer right there. Or if it was just like Sean Cunningham. Yeah, somebody else. He doesn't... He's not worried that there might be somebody else. You know? Like Yeah, he goes right in there. I would not. Especially if, like, some guy was just skulking around and was like, you're all doomed. And then I yeah. thought I saw somebody go in and be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I'm kind of creeped out. I'm going to go get friends. Yeah, it could be dangerous. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't love Ned. <laughs> I don't know how Ned's been acting like a jerk. Yeah, he hasn't really done anything. No. <laughs> Tear down that valley like a son of a gun. Yeah, how, he talks like he's fucking 40. Yeah, and a cowboy. <laughs> oh, the dream. And the whole time I... Listening to this scene and watching it, I just like to watch Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Because he's just staring, like, okay. This bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> the rain turns to blood. He's like, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> like, he's, like, not even blinking. Because he's just thinking about getting laid. Yeah. He's not hearing anything she's yeah, saying. That's it. He's like, it's just a dream. Let's let's go. I call it my shower dream. <laughs> oh, more stock image. Yep. More stock image. More. Yep. The white caps. More stock. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh more stock. Just to really, uh, I don't know. It seems like it's just time filler. Yeah. It's gotta be. So now they get into the cabin where Ned has previously been murdered. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Sorry. Ned is already dead. Ned, dead Ned. Ned. In the bed. Spoiler alert from a movie that's 40 years old. He's in the top bunk. Yes, right behind Marcy. And, but, so like Kevin Bacon turns and he's walking. He doesn't see the fucking body on the top bunk. Yeah, he's got to be staring right at it. Not to mention, like, Ned's throat has been slit, I think. Mm -hmm. So there should be, I mean, massive amounts of blood. Massive. Yeah. And that's it. Kevin Bacon does what Kevin Bacon does best. Yeah. And that's make out with people. <laughs> Get laid. Kevin Bacon. 
watching it now and like narrating, I'm like, wow, this is kind of like a lengthy. Well, maybe not. It seemed a little lengthy. Yeah, there's somebody at the window. Yes. Oh, it's Alice. Now, go ahead, Mike, because you had something to say about this guitar playing. You've told me before. Yeah, he's really playing, and he wrote that just for this movie. It's very interesting. And that... Wh- whose son is he? Uh, Bing Crosby. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he was a classical guitar player. As far as I know, he never really went on to do anything other than this movie. I mean, I'm sure he did other stuff, but right, not on a you know worldwide fame level. It's cool that he was actually playing it. Yeah. We're going to play Strip Monopoly. I'll be the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's your first thought. <laughs> yeah. We're going to play Strip Monopoly. I'll be the shoe. They're like, what if Steve walks in and be like, I don't know, it's fucking 10 o'clock at night. Steve's been gone all fucking day. He may be dead. Steve's not coming back. Yeah. Where's my shoe? Enough with the goddamn shoe. I I just don't understand the rules of Strip Monopoly. Mainly because, like, I never really sat down to figure them out. So you pay by... You pay by giving up articles of clothing. Yet, how do you make money in order to buy, like, uh, more property or houses or hotels? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What happens? Because they were, they were divvying up the money. Right. So you're still using money somehow. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're, if the payment is clothing, how do you make more money? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure somebody has made the rules. To strip Monopoly. Yes. There he is. There we go. Dead Ned in the bed. Yep. Dead bed Ned. And Marcy just orgasming while Kevin Bacon just crushes her to death. <laughs> Under his monstrous girth. So, if you watch the numbers, she rolls the wrong... It's obviously not double sixes, because you could see the six on the side of her. I know. She said double sixes. It was a three. (laughs) It was a one and a two. She doesn't know her numbers real well. I guess. You're so fine. And then there's there's another scene where she's like, seven... But it's like 11 on the dice. (laughs) There's bacon nipple. They really should have shifted the camera for those shots where they're calling out the dice. Mm -hmm. So she's got to go pee. Yes. And that'll be the last time that we see Marcy. Barefoot in the mud. That's right. So now we're back to... Back to the Comanche. Yep. The Monopoly game. Five. 
right here. I think this is it. No one ever lands on Baltic. Now he rolls, and look at his numbers. But it was not eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he landed on Baltic. You owe me one boot. Alice draws first blood. That's pretty impressive, looking at all the cards that have are already out. Like, both the greens, both the reds, one yellow. All the oranges are gone. Two pinks, one purple, one light blue. Like... Yeah. There's a none of the railroads were left. Yeah, they must have been playing for a while. And it's pretty impressive that like nobody has landed on anybody yet. Yeah. We're back to Kevin Bacon. More reading material of the nightstand. Yeah. And now Kevin Bacon gets a dollop of Daisy on his forehead. <laughs> Such a great scene. Yeah. The arrow through the throat. Yep. Oh, and this is the uh this is the shortened version. So this is the uh I don't know if it's the theatrical or whatever, but the the longer version shows mm -hmm. another another shot of Kevin Bacon and it's like of an of his whole face like oh okay like the camera is over him and yeah. that's in the uncut version okay so this must be the somewhat the rated version yeah yep i don't know if i think uh i think there's a scene when marcy gets the axe to the face as well that uh that they cut it oh okay So, that's interesting. Yeah. See, that's why you should be watching with us on Shudder or anything, because if you're watching the unrated version, well, motherfuckers. You are going to be off. That's right. You're going to be so upset. It's going to ruin your night. You're not going to be able to sleep. You're going to become an alcoholic. You're going to hate your kids and beat your wife. Yep, that'll happen. So Marcy's in the bathroom. And she thinks that Kevin Bacon has, Jack. Com has come in. Jack Bacon. Jack Bacon. Bacon Jack. <laughs> Flapjack Kevin Bacon. <laughs> He's like a wrestler. He is. I love how, like, all of these kids are, like, 18... 19 mm -hmm. and like they're they're reciting people like Catherine Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart yeah people from the 50s yeah like uh I don't know I don't think that that would have that to me that wouldn't make much sense like I, no, I feel like you would probably be doing doing impressions of people from the 70s yeah, like George Bush. Yes, and Walter Cronkite, and uh, you know, Greta, Barack Obama, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, mm -hmm. she was big in the seventies. Yes, yeah, she was. Yep. Yeah. 
Mama Justin Ka- Bieber. Mama Cass. Mama Cass. Yep. Big, big, big. She was big, big, girl. big, big in the seventies. <laughs> Choking on a ham sandwich. You fat fucking slime ball. <laughs> that is a myth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, buddy. That's truth in my book. <laughs> but yeah, all those eighties people. Eighties people? You mean seventies? Yeah, 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. Oh, okay. We're like a radio station. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think George Bush was president in the 70s. Here it comes. Marcy gonna die. She's like, ah, oh, shit. Again, no attempt to block it. Nope. Just took an axe right to the fucking dome. I do like when she says, like, ah, oh, it's just my imagination. And in the background, you see the shadow of the axe raising up. Yeah. Skin City. Mm. Oh, of course, right when fucking, right when she's going to fucking whip out her tits. Yeah. Skunked again. Skunked again. (laughs) I like how they have to, like, call it quits because she left her window open. Yeah. As if she's like, well, I have to drive home three hours. Just walk over and close your goddamn window. Yeah. She puts, yeah. I just, I don't know. Some of it just doesn't make any sense. Oh, just when it was getting good. Like, I don't know. You could, like, go close the window and then just come back. Yeah, you don't have to stop. Oh, here we go. Now we get to see... We get to see what Steve's been doing for the last ten fucking hours. (laughs) Country flavored pop music. <laughs> huh. Is that what it is? That's yeah. Anything else, Steve, besides your toast and coffee you've been you haven't you didn't even finish the fucking toast. <laughs> Babes in the woods. What a fucking predator. In every sense of the word. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? Oh my god. Uh-huh, just tonight on the town, Steve. She's gonna pick me up, Steve. Steve, just two in a corner, Steve. Ugh. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at him eyeing oh her my. He's He's so pervy and predatory. Jesus. Steve will do anybody. He will. Here's your change. <laughs> you keep it, Sandy. Yeah. What he t- what did he tip her like a dime? <laughs> I don't even know. It was two and a quarter, so I can only imagine he gave her three bucks and was like, "Don't worry, keep the seventy five cents, honey." Like, oh, thanks, I've Rockefeller. Been here all fucking day. <laughs> thanks, Rockefeller. I know you're just throwing the money around. <laughs> yeah, Steve's Steve's a perv. Yeah. 
So You're going to see him on To Catch a Predator. So Steve drove back into town and picked up a a trailer. Mm-hmm. And then hung out at a diner forever. For the rest of the day. And is now like, all right, I'll, I'll come. I'll come back now. I gotta get home because there's babes in the woods. I gotta get back to the babes in the woods. <laughs> nice long shot of Crystal Lake. You either go to Crystal Lake or Tomahawk Lake. She better fucking close the goddamn windows in her cabin. Yeah. Before bringing her ass here. With her green plastic rain slicker. <laughs> With no pants on. Yeah, no. No blood on the floor either. Pam cleans up really, really well. She's a well. She's a mother. She's a neat lady. Yep. She's she's a mother. So it's just like Nat's like, oh, goddamn kids leaving their blood all over the floor. To clean it up. I think the lady from the diner cleaned it up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Just a night out of town, Steve. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Do you wanna you wanna kiss me, Steve? Look at my glasses, Steve. <sighs> Thanks for the tip, Steve. <sighs> Meanwhile, Steve's already under the counter. <laughs> Massaging her cankles. <laughs> With his mustache. <laughs> oh, Steve. He's tickling her fancy. That's right. No, Steve, that's not my fancy. My fancy's a little up more, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but his whole head is in there. <laughs> Tickle away, Steve. <laughs> So you get another you get another shot of the the light swinging there, which was weird because it wasn't swinging before. Steve's car is stalled somehow. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened to him. <laughs> and and he's also I think I think because the way that the cops got he's pulled off the road. Yeah, but it's very odd the way that he's pulled off because like it looks like he pulled off coming in the other direction. Yeah, like his trailer is still out towards the road, but his tires are turned to the right. Yeah. It's a very strange setup. But then the cops over on the road. Yeah. So like where the hell is the Jeep? Like how far off the road is it? Yeah, it's like a weird turnoff or something. Yeah. So the cop but the way that Steve's Jeep is, it would be saying that he was going in the opposite direction of the police officer. Yeah. But then the cop's like, want me to give you a ride? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then they just go back the way Steve came. So maybe they're going back to the diner. They're going back to the diner. <laughs> hey, I hear that hot redhead's working tonight. Hi, fellas. You can, can I get you some coffee, fellas? Uh... Make sure to tip her real good. She'll do anything you want. <laughs> Hello, officer. Uh... Why do you moan after every sentence? Why do you caw? 
I don't call. <laughs> All right, so we uh, we light our candle, and then we yep. Who is this, Bernadette? And then we t- <laughs> some Brenda. Yeah, that's it. Brenda takes off her house coat to have the Brenda biggest Dennis. nightgown ever. Yeah. She's like, all right, now time to read by candlelight. That's the brightest candle I've ever seen. Look at all the light that that gives off. Yeah, uh, not not the type of nightwear that somebody who was just playing strip monopoly would wear. Would wear. Yeah. She's like a pioneer. I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. It looks like she's like an Amish woman. <laughs> time for bed. Yeah. I gotta get dressed. She gets, like, stitched into bed so she can't sneak out and have intercourse. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, Brenda. You must save yourself. (laughs) For Enos. (laughs) For Enos. For your wedding night with Enos. (laughs) It's an arranged marriage. (laughs) Between her and Enos Elston. Elston, that was his last name. I couldn't remember. Oh, I was thinking Engelbert. Brenda Elston. <laughs> Sounds Amish. All right, so Brenda hears something saying, help me. Yes, it sounds like a child. So I've always wondered, is this like the ghost of, of Jason Voorhees? Or is it, is this Pamela? I always assumed it was Pamela. Okay. Trying to lure her. Gotcha. Lure. Lure. But it could be the ghost of Jason. Well, I don't know. I, I was just I was just wondering. If anybody else had any thoughts on the matter. And if you don't, I really don't fucking care. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Yeah, don't fucking tell us. Don't tell us your fucking thoughts. You think we want to know? If we wanted to know, then you'd be doing the podcast instead of us doing the podcast. Yeah. You didn't write the movie. Yeah. We wrote the movie. That's right. That's right. Idiots. So put that in your... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So she's wandering around in the dark. She has made her way to the... Uh, was it the archery range here? Yes. foreshadowing brenda barely knows where she is and now the the big ring illuminates the night that's right come on out it's not funny great targets they put out there oh yeah she's fucking she doesn't even wear shoes she's not even wearing shoes no, barefoot in the mud. They all do that. Oh, God damn. And she didn't put the raincoat on either. No, but she had to put the raincoat on before. Yeah. So that's it. So you get the blood-curdling scream. Hopefully they did all the work, because by the time Steve gets back, he's going to be bringing goddamn campers with him. <laughs> It's going to be the end of the summer by the time Steve gets back. Yeah, because he's going back to the diner to gangbang Dorothy. Sa- Is that her name? Sandy. Her name's Sandy. Oh, Sandy. Yeah, I was just being an ass. 
by calling her Dorothy. Yes. That's that. Yeah. There's a lot what of an ass. Fuck off. <laughs> there are a lot of books in this movie. That nobody reads. Nope. It sounded like Brenda. I just met Brenda today. I think, I think we discussed this at one point. We did. We did. That she knows she knows people's screams that she just met. I am unsure if I heard my wife scream bloody murder, if I would be able to tell if it was my wife. Right. No words or anything. Just yeah, a scream. Just a scream. I don't know if I'd be able to decipher... I'd be able to tell if it was a man or a woman, most likely, right. but I well, don't. Maybe, th- yeah, but I don't think I'd be able to be like that was that was Heather screaming. Yeah, that's odd that she knows Brenda's scream so well. And uh, you know, I've known I've known Heather for over a decade, and I've been with her for four years. But like, she just met Brenda today. Yeah, or yesterday. She should not know her scream yet. Yeah. It's very odd. There's the bloody axe in the bed. Yes. You know, there's not really any blood on the axe itself. No, so Pamela must have wiped the axe off after pulling it out of Marcy's head and then just dipped the blade in Marcy's blood to tuck it in just to make it, you know, creepy enough. Mm. Not to make it messy. I like how now it's like, where are they? Like, where's Jack? Where's Marcy? Where's Ned? Like, you didn't think it was weird that you haven't seen these motherfuckers since like 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, now they're starting to panic. Like, wow. It's been eight hours. Where are they? I don't know. I probably would have been like, where the fuck are Jack and Marcy after like an hour or two went by? Yeah. No, we're going to wait till it's dark. Yeah. And we start to hear screaming. Yes. Then we'll worry about where they are. Naturally. The sucker's locked. (laughs) Not big on swearing, are they? You can't swear. I love this. It's like, oh, it's locked. And like, ah, all right, well, no bother. We'll just fucking smash the window. Just break in. Steve is literally trying to fix the place, and they're smashing windows with two by fours. They're breaking the fucking windows. <laughs> Steve's like, "All right, we have to paint." They're like, "Great, I'm going to throw some rocks through the windows too." <laughs> He's like, "No, no, no, no! Just get the archery range set up, then throw the rocks." <laughs> Do you have a dime or a quarter? I gave all my change to that waitress. <laughs> I had to give her a good tip. A pay phone at the camp. It's very odd the way that the phone line is cut, too. Like, it's very, very tight to the house. Like, stretched and flush to the house. But then where it's cut, if you put the two pieces together, either A, there would be a very saggy spot, or B, it would overlap. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what people called, I don't know, a road? Like... 
they had said like, oh, Enos, you're going that way. Isn't it up by the crossroads? And then yeah, they said it again. And then Bill's just like, ah, it's 10 miles to the nearest crossroads. Yeah. What What the fuck does that matter? Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I just wanted to get out. All right, so we got Steve with the cop. Yes. Steve doesn't look enthused about the conversation at all. Steve never looks enthused about anything. <laughs> I don't think his face changes at all until he dies. And Ralph has a wife that we never meet. Yes. Unless it's the lady at the diner. <laughs> He's married to Sandy. <laughs> he is. She's Mrs. Sandy Ralph. So we have three or more people trapped in a head-on collision. And he's just like, all right, Steve, i got to take care of this. I'm going to dump you off here in the dark. <laughs> yeah, right, right in the middle of the woods. Yep. I have, I have to let you have to hear, Steve. Hey, no problem. Steve's Steve just, just like... just walks off into the dark. Into the dark. He has no flashlight, nothing. Steve's just like, all right. <laughs> okay, here I go. <laughs> and he's on his way. And just left in the pitch black. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, it's so dark. It is so dark. You'd think the cop could at least give him a flashlight yeah. or something. I love Luckily, it. Luckily, he's in that radiant yellow coat. Oh, yeah. Anybody could see Steve coming from a mile away. Unfortunately, really? Steve can't see anybody else. <laughs> Who is that? So, again, you the get charm. the... Yeah, you get the... Uh, you Like, he's not worried, so it's a friendly face. Yeah, he thinks he's going to get laid. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing out here? And then as he starts taking his pants off. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to have sex. I don't. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to have sex. <laughs> he just keeps repeating himself. All right, so now we have creepy figure going into our generator room. And uh-oh. Brrrr. It is lights out for Crystal Lake. No more emergency generator. Nope. <laughs> Listen to you in that macho talk. I know, I'm sorry. I'm being macho, man. Ooh, yeah! Emergency generator, yeah! <laughs> oh, it's so macho. It is. <laughs> Sunglasses and bifocals, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Look at Bill desperately trying to light these fucking lanterns. They're like, come on, just light it. And he's like, all right. They're like, just put the fucking match in. He's struggling. It, I've always thought that about this scene. Like, all right, come on. Nope. Nope. Shit. Nope. Nope. All right, there we go. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Generator's probably out of gas, but, like, 
didn't he just come back from checking the generator and he's like, generator's all good. Yeah, I thought so. So I would have assumed you would have like topped off your generator with gas. So we'll do the smart thing and he'll go out by himself. And leave Alice by herself. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than separating. Yeah, when everybody's missing. Yeah, that's that's the way to stay alive. And the lights have gone out. <laughs> and you're hearing screaming. I know. <laughs> Let's split up. <laughs> you lay here and go to sleep and I'll go do something. <laughs> Good idea. I'll light these two lanterns, put on this very bright raincoat and wander outside it's like he's dracula yeah i want to start your generator (laughs) oh all right count he's like son of a bitch so now we'll check the gas levels by looking inside. He's like, nope, can't see anything. Because it's fucking pitch black. <laughs> but, Bill's smart. So he's like, alright, let's check the level. Oh, nope. Full. Full of gas. So if I can start it back up. So we don't know what the hell he's fiddling around with. He probably doesn't know either. No, I know. He's just fucking looking. Now he has given up. He's like, well, all right, let me see what's over here. He's like the guy whose car breaks down and he gets out and looks under the hood. Yeah. Even though he has no idea what he's looking at. Yeah, just like, huh. He's hoping underneath there there's going to be like a big on-off toggle switch that's set to off. (laughs) But I mean, I guess you could give him an A for effort. At least he goes to check. And he does check the gas levels because he says must be out of of gas. Here's one of the longest scenes ever, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Oh. What, like... Alice making the fucking tea. Coffee. She's making instant coffee. coffee. And, like, literally, it's just watching her make instant coffee. This is all this fucking scene is. Like, let me light the stove. Let me put the kettle on the stove. Let me sit here and twiddle my thumbs for a little bit. Let me get a cup. Two cups. All right, so let me scoop some of this coffee. Yeah, they just needed to fill time. It it must have been. She doesn't even cap the fucking coffee. Idiot. <laughs> God damn it, Alice. Now she's like, alright, sugar, sugar, sugar. Where's the sugar? Uh, let's see. Check the pantry. Anybody in there? Ralph, can you get me the sugar? Nope. <laughs> His hand comes out <laughs> holding it. You rang. He's like, lurch. So here we go. Oh, I've got the sugar now, so let me open the sugar. And let's get a couple spoonfuls of this as we 
literally just filmed somebody making coffee. What brand of coffee is that? Severin. Oh, is that what it is? Yep. At least the one on the left is. I don't know what the center one is, and I didn't catch the uh, the instant coffee. But I think the instant coffee is also Savarin. But the mm. cans, I believe, are regular coffee grounds, and that glass was instant coffee. Ah. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fifteen years of working in grocery stores. Savarin coffee. Or did you Google it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Spanish. Charles Savarin, born in 1953. Nope. No? That's something different. Oh, okay. So now Alice goes to the generator room. She finds Bill's poncho. So, uh, obvi- and his lantern is swinging still inside. So obviously, we all know that Bill has... Now stripped down naked and run through the camp. Oh, yes. or he has been pinned to the. Wow, that's or he's just dead. That is violent as fuck. So Pamela Voorhees murdered him, slit his throat, and then pinned him to the door with arrows. Yes, that's the way to kill him. God, I don't know how the hell she did it. So Saverin is an 82-year-old brand. All right. And until 1973, was known only in the New York market. Wow, interesting. Has never before advertised by itself. Wow. The only advertising it previously got was when it was combined with the ground variety. So its instant was never advertised by itself. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Saverin. <laughs> there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why you listen to the Monday Night Horror podcast. For Bet you didn't know that. For interesting, grueling facts. You know, we ask the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> you know, we answer the tough ones. Like... When did Saverin Coffee come about? See, even in this movie, Saverin was advertised, but the instant wasn't advertised by itself. Correct. There was the other up there on the the top. Had to be advertised with the ground. Yes. All right, so... uh, So Alice is barricading the door. But the door opens outward, doesn't it? Yes. So none of this really matters. No, no. The only thing that matters is the rope. The rope. That's it. Which, that's not going to stop the door from opening. Look how slack it is. Yeah, it is very, very slack. Until she jammed that chair up against it. Yeah. She's like, all right, give me this baseball bat. I got my lantern. I got my rain slicker. I'm ready to go. I love how when somebody uses a baseball bat in a horror movie, they always hold it up so high. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I don't understand why people choke up on a bat that much. It's not a hammer. Like when Shelley Duvall uses it in The Shining. Oh, I know. She's, like, holding it at the top of the bat. Yeah. Like, hold it down by the fucking butt of the bat and get a full-on swing. 
Give me the bat. Yeah, she's like, yes! My barbecue fork. <laughs> Instead of a knife. Yeah. Uh-oh. Don't worry, it's just Brenda. She's coming to help. Here she comes. <laughs> Wait, Betsy Palmer must be strong. Oh my god, right? To heave a full-grown human through a window like that? Yeah. I don't think I could do that. No way. I don't think so. That's a lot of weight. Like, just dead weight to... Like, talk about the momentum you would need to launch that much weight. Yeah, I mean, dragging a body around is one thing, but actually, like, heaving it yeah. through a window? Yeah. Hard enough to break the glass and the window frame? And to actually continue going through the glass, like, to inside. Yeah. Not just, like, hitting the glass and it breaks and then falling into a slump. Right. You think about when Jason does it yeah. in uh, part three. With Rick. With Rick. And he, he goes flying yeah. through. Oh, yeah. When he does it, he is like gorilla press slamming Rick. <laughs> Out of a cannon. Yeah. She's like, oh, yes, it's Steve, the green Jeep. I'll move all <laughs> this shit. The green giant. The jolly green pervert. <laughs> the jolly plaid pervert. And there we get our first look at Mrs. Voorhees. And she's so comforting. Oh, yeah. You actually get, like, a sigh of relief when you see her. Yeah, like, oh. Like, that's it. Like, help is here. Poor Bill. Poor Bill. And she makes, like... She makes valid points. You know, like, ah, it's just his place in the storm. That's why you're upset. Yeah. I'm not afraid. Yeah, she's so comforting. She's like a nice aunt. Yes, yes. could have done this and then like here and the music is what really kind of sets the tone Mm -hmm. you get this moment here where you slowly start to realize that it's her right as she starts getting more passionate about what she's saying Mm mm-hmm And we hear the name Jason for the first time. Yes. He was. She stopped short of saying retarded. (laughs) He wasn't a very good swimmer. That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) I stabbed him to death. 
That's not necessary. He'll be spending the night at the diner. <laughs> Sandy will take care of him. <laughs> and I will take care of you. Watching this with subtitles, I catch a lot of things that I uh, that I never noticed before. Like, that yeah. I never heard before in dialogue. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the subtitles. Yeah. So now, Pamela is slowly unwinding. Yeah. So she's traumatized by the loss of her only child. Which I can imagine would be very traumatizing for a parent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially if he's all you have. Yeah. And and it was... It was... He died because of the negligence of other people. Right. Had you just been watching my son, like you're supposed to, then this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. So that coupled with a couple screws loose. Right. She's just been driving around with Annie's corpse in her fucking passenger seat since the afternoon. Yep. That's how you get away with using the carpool lane. Ha! How the hell does she hang Steve Christie up there? I have no idea. Like, to hoist him up there? And have him fall at just that particular time? Well, yeah, not even taking that into consideration. But yeah, like... Like, I don't know how she got him up there. Unless she, like, winched him up there with the jeep. This is possible. While nobody was looking. Unless Jason helped get him up there. That's true. Him and his giant mongoloid head. I've, I've always thought about that. What? If Jason helped? Maybe Jason put him up there. Uh, do you honestly think that? I don't think it was intended that way, no. Okay. I don't think I don't think it was Jason either. So now Alice is rummaging through the uh I guess the I don't know what the hell you would call that place. Penis. The penis. The storage room. Rummaging through it. She's rummaging through the storage room for guns and ammo. Yes. Pa- Pamela knows exactly how to operate the janitor. Je- the janitor. The genital. Yes. Pamela's genitals are operating on <laughs> on gasoline. <laughs> gasoline. So she turns the generator on. Alice can't hit a padlock to save her life. Pamela opens the door and she's not even concerned that she's pointing a gun at her. (laughs) I love that. Ah! I'll throw some yarn at you. And then some sticks and some more yarn. That'll stop her. I don't know, I'll just back away and 
You could just smack the shit out of me. Just slaps her. You bitch! <laughs> Come here, you whore! Get over there! My God, King! Right through the table! Right through the table! <laughs> Pamela Dudley. <laughs> so she kicks her and then she rifle whips her in the face, right? Yeah, and then just runs instead of like choking her to death. Yeah, instead of finishing her off. Yeah. I mean, if I was in that situation, I would definitely just kill the person. But I guess mm-hmm. not everybody has that in them. Yeah. You know, maybe it's she wasn't pushed to that limit yet. But then obviously mm-hmm. when the end comes and she will be. Yeah. And she's just kind of at the point where it's like, oh, God, nothing I do is going to stop this woman. Right. So she hid behind pieces of the dock, and Pamela goes right, and Alice rock. Alice runs left. I think it just blinked. What? The rock? Yeah. I could smell what he's cooking. Could you? Oh. I was trying. No, I can. I have really, really good speakers. The smell-o-vision? Yes. I'm jealous. So Alice is back in the Comanche cabin. Who's texting me? Another sickness movie? With her severin. You just got that text now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I sent that text at 7.16. Well, according to this... Wait, here comes another one. It's going to say good. (laughs) (laughs) I sent that one at 8.04. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. So Alice is is in the the cabin alone in the dark. The coronavirus is slowing down the... Everything. Everything. She's locking herself in the pantry. Yes. I like this scene. Yes, it's a, it reminds me of The Shining. You got your four fried chickens, <laughs> 11 turkey, Tw- 12 salmon, 12 leg of lamb, tw- 20 turkey breasts, <laughs> 15 halibut. <laughs> got dried apricots, dried peaches, <laughs> dried plums. He's like rapping. <laughs> you know, you gotta stay regular if you wanna stay happy. That's what I always say. You got your dried prunes <laughs> and your dried apricots. <laughs> Four to pork loin, half a dozen whole roasts. You got 11 cheeseburgers, 15 chicken patties. <laughs> And 38 leg of lamb. And two and a half hot dogs. <laughs> I ate the other half. <laughs> so I like that scene just there. That uh, Sorry, we were just talking about The Shining. Um, I, like this, <laughs> I like this scene there where she's up against the door and then you slowly see the knobs start to turn. And mm-hmm. I like the shot with the light. Yeah. And right here. The shadow moving. Very, the very Shining-esque. 
Yep, here comes Jack. Here's Pammy. Here's Mommy. And the look on her face is great. Like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Hit her with the frying pan. What I never got was, like, Pamela is pretty easily overcome. Like, overpowered. Yeah, for, for somebody who's been, like, murdering Running around in the woods and like and she's yeah she's murdering people left and right and all i think is like how the fuck could other people not stand up to her unless it was all just taken by surprise yeah because already she's been knocked out by a gun and then a frying pan she's been kicked like yeah but the other thing that i think of is like she also gives alice the big monologue about like her son and oh today was his birthday and it'll be easier for you and all this stuff did she give that big fucking spiel to like everybody i don't think so so why only give it to alice why because alice is the last one maybe yeah maybe but she's it's the last one but if she plans on killing her then what's the point it's not like alice is she's not like i'm going to tell you this so you can warn everybody else it's like, I'm going to tell you this, then I'm going to fucking kill you. So what does it matter if you tell her? Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe she just wanted to share her story. <laughs> get it on NBC. Maybe. A little column in Reader's Digest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now they're... Stab her with a boat oar? Yes. <laughs> now they're struggling and... Pam gets the better of her, and Pam's choking her. Mm-hmm. And then bite. bites her. <laughs> she starts smashing her head. Yeah, it's great. And then trying to choke her. Mm-hmm. And then Alice, Alice bites her. The camel clutch. And then Pamela's like, oh, shit. And there goes the head. And the hairy hands. The hairy hands. Of, was it Savini or it was his assistant? It was his assistant, Tasso. Gotcha. Who put the hands up in front of a, a bust. Oh, okay. Pamela. Yep, they made a fake head of Pamela and attached it to a bust with toothpicks. Okay. And then actually hit it with the machete. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So now, naturally, you just float out into the middle of the lake. Instead of going for help. Yeah, I, I don't really... I mean, I get it for the movie, but I don't get that mm-hmm. in like... What did that... What was that to accomplish for you? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just going to take a little boat ride. And the music lets you know it's all going to be okay. She has her hand in the water. I don't think I'd fall asleep like that. I'd probably be in, like, the fetal position in the boat. On the bottom of the boat. Yeah, like, just fucking cowering in fear. Yeah, except with you, one end of the boat would be all the way up. This is true. Because I'm a fat fuck. 
So two of New Jersey's finest here. The boys in blue. The boys in blue. Alice starts to come to. Who's that girl out in the boat? Yeah. Hey, you! <laughs> hey! What are you doing? <laughs> and then you get probably the most famous jump scare in horror movie history. Yeah. Definitely. Like the whole what the fuck ending. Like, ah. I would have loved to be in the theaters when this first happened, because... Like, just to see what that atmosphere was like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that got a good scream in the theater. Because it's it's just such an iconic scene now, and it's and everybody reuses stuff like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Just where like the movie's over and the hand comes up from the grave or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Ross has wanted in surgery. Doctor Ross Geller. Yes, he is. Ross Geller. Mister Ross. Mister Ross. Christopher Ross. <laughs> The the nurse looks like Taylor Swift. Yes, she does. <laughs> it is Taylor Swift. Fucking time traveling bitch. Yeah. Are they all dead? Yes, ma'am. Dude, my men pulled you out of the lake. Man, we didn't find any boy. Doctor's just like, huh, what? (laughs) Then he's still there. And that one line sets up the entire franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Because we find out he is still there. Eleven more times. Yes. <laughs> Plus a slew of fan films. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jason is still there. And he always will be. So long as you believe in your heart. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, fade to black. That is Friday the 13th, part one, 19. 19- 80, starring Betsy Palmer as Mrs. Voorhees, Adrian King as Alice, Elise, Janine Taylor as Marcy, Robbie Morgan as Annie, Harry Crosby as Bill, Lori Bartram as Brenda, and other people too. That's okay. Kevin Bacon as Jack. Sally Ann Golden as Sandy. That's all that matters. Sally Ann Golden. So, Michael, closing uh, closing remarks? Stephen Miner was the unit production manager. Yes, I always wanted to say, uh, every time I watch this movie, 
Um, I always think of the gaffer, Tad Page, and mm-hmm. the boom operator, David Platt. Uh, great, awesome stuff. Oh, I know. Philip Beard? Oh, yeah. Oh, Doing second electric? Oh, amazing. And Award-winning performance. Oh, yeah, and all of the titles done by Ted Lowry? Spot on. Spot oh, on. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it was. I mean, with, without them and and Rudy Cherney, forget Rudy it. Cherney on that transportation captain. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, and 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 you can't forget six feet under. You know, doing all the hairstyles and everything. It was. Oh yeah. It was. It was awesome. Yep. Norman Bettle. Really good stuff. You know. The chief of police. Oh yeah. Very impressive. I bet he uses that to pick up women. Probably. Much like Chris. Steve Christie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, let's, uh, you want to grade it? Yeah. Go ahead. You you first. Oh, boy. Um, I would give it. And not taking into consideration what it is in the broad spectrum of things. We're just taking it at face value as if it were 1980. I, I'd give it a, I'd give it a B. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, it's an iconic movie. It launched one of the biggest horror franchises in history, if not the. I was biggest. gonna say probably the biggest now. Yeah, I, I think the only the only other franchise that rivals friday the 13th in terms of revenue is godzilla okay but uh godzilla is not really horror no sci-fi science fiction yep yeah um yeah i I give it a b i mean the you know the the quality isn't the greatest but they were on a very small budget and it was kind of like a halloween scenario they were just a bunch of people kind of out making the film with what they could get their hands on. Right. Um, I like the acting from the teenagers. It's it's really believable. Um, but there's there's still some cheesy lines in there. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And you have to remember that it's it's not them that were writing the lines. It was lines written for them. Right. Right. So, of course, you have... 45 year olds that are like yeah this is what teenagers say right like well not really i i think uh steve christie's performance is really bad yeah (laughs) unless he was supposed to play like a blank sociopath i almost feel like that's what he's supposed to be it's someone that that's head is so on wrong like he's so disconnected with reality almost mm-hmm. like and you can tell like oh where's so-and-so oh you told him to go paint no 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 have him set up the archery field no 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 have him paint now make sure brenda gets that archery field set up like mm-hmm. what the fuck dude you're all over the place i'll be back after lunch and then he's just gone forever and then he's like yo there's hot chicks in the woods i gotta get back like <laughs> uh, yeah yeah Betsy Palmer's great. Yeah. Um, and she was already a established actress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At this point. And that's something that these, a lot of low budget filmmakers would do. They'd have 
their, you know, nothing budget with their nobody actors and actresses, but then to try and get a little bit of credibility, they would go out there and get that one known person. Right. Even if they could only use them for a little bit. So that's what they did with Betsy Palmer. And in Halloween, they did it with Donald Pleasance. Yep. Um, just trying to get a name in there to lend a little bit of credibility like, to the project. Correct. And like, it, it always works. Oh, of course, because you see it and you're like, oh, well, if Betsy Palmer's in it, it's got to be good. Or if Donald Pleasance is in it, it's got to be good. It's, you right. know, because <clears throat> they wouldn't sign on for a garbage movie. Right. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I'd I'd give it a B. Um I I I want to give it an A, but I I'm trying to So did I. I so did I. <laughs> but I'm trying to refrain from doing that because anybody that knows me knows that I'm a Friday the 13th fanboy and I just love all things Friday the 13th. I've been to Blair's Town, I've done their Friday the 13th event, I've gone to the camp, like I've paid money. I have Adrian King's autograph tattooed on my neck. I love Friday the 13th. I love this movie. I love all of the sequels, everything about it. But trying to be fair and to step back from all of my fanboy stuff, I would probably say I could fairly give it a B plus. Mm-hmm. Um for the same reasons reasons that you said, Mike, there are some spots where I'm like, well, what the fuck? And what the fuck? Um, there are some things, like when it's daytime and they're trying to cook dinner, and then it's immediately nighttime when they're like, let's check the generator. Like, just stuff like that doesn't really line up. The, the, uh, the stock image shots, I feel just like time wasters. Right. Um, the coffee scene. But, I mean, the kills were amazing. I love practical effects. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom Savini. Yeah, Tom Savini's great. Anything Tom Savini does prop-wise is always incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I I think where the movie suffers the most is some of the dialogue. Yeah. Um, But... I love I love the relationship between the characters. I feel that that's something that movies miss a lot and I think we've gone all over this multiple times during other mm-hmm. episodes. But when movies don't develop characters correctly or they just have stereotypical characters, it's it's pointless and you don't feel for those characters, you don't connect, which means you don't feel anything when that character dies. Mm-hmm. But these characters, to me, none of them were your generic or stereotypical characters. There wasn't like the slut and the stoner and the jock and the pretty girl and the nerd, like where everything started. Oh, you got it's got to be this way. It's got to be this way. Mm-hmm. Um, like they just seem like genuine people that have come here for the same reason. Like, oh, we are hired by Christy to get this place up and running. So that's what we're doing. Right. And, and you get that, uh, the, the friendship that kind of forms between them. Yeah. It feels like a real scenario. Yeah. Yep. Just like something as simple as like 
Bill, help, there's a snake. Like, well, I got to wait for it to come out. Well, call it. Well, how mm-hmm. do you call a snake? Right, yeah. You know, and just, yeah, it just seems very, very natural. Yeah, it does. That's something that this one has that a lot of the other ones don't have. Correct. Um, but yeah, I, I want to give it an A so bad because I think it's fucking amazing. And everything mm-hmm. that it spawned and everything that it did for horror and slashers. Um, oh my god. it It's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm, I'm trying not to give it an A. And even at this point, I'm still like, it deserves an A. But I feel like that's probably the fanboy in me. <laughs> I think at this point in time, it deserves an A. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, just looking at it as a standalone movie. From 1980. Right. I, I don't think it does. But at this point, after what it's become, you know, definitely. I mean, it, it's beyond even being gradable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Because of everything that it's done and everything that it's spawned, and right, everybody knows Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, like that. I mean, when we do our we do our haunted house every year on Halloween, and kids show up. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, one of us is dressed as Jason, and the kids always know. And they know. You know, even the the youngest kid who comes over knows. Yeah. That's Jason. Yeah, four years Friday old. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Even if they've never seen the movies, they know. They know that They know that hockey mask. Yep. And yeah, little four-year-old, five-year-olds. And, and I mean, a fucking Friday the 13th movie hasn't been out since in, in 11 years, 2009. Right. And there's kids that are younger than 11 that are like, oh, Jason. Like, yeah, that's that's a thing. You know, you, you know that you have stood the test of time when... You know, there's still kids 40 years later that know your movies. Right, yep. <clears throat> but, yeah, so to it, it, giving it a grade after the fact, I would say an A+. Plus. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, I don't know, I, I think it's a perfect movie. It's great. I, I love the fucking characters. I love the fake out at the end. The fake out comes so is so well done. You like you said when Pamela shows up, there's a sigh of relief that like, oh, she's safe. Mm-hmm. There's somebody here. Or it's like, "Oh my god, get out of there, lady. There's a killer on the loose." Right. And then it's like, "Oh my god, wait a minute. You're the fucking killer?" So yep, it's, and you're thrown right back into it. Yeah, and it's it's really cool. But uh, yep. So that is uh, that's Friday the Thirteenth, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. On Friday the third. Yes. Sorry about that. But you'll be listening to it on Monday, I'm sure. Yes. Yes, you will. So it doesn't really matter. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I could say that this was done on a Friday the Thirteenth sometime. And I'll just lie to you all. Yes, and telling them defeats the purpose. Yes, so I'm telling you the truth <laughs> about something. What it is, I don't know. No. And neither do you. Nope. So, all right. Michael, any closing thoughts? The movie's an icon. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to catch it next time.
Sweet, same heart.